Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. This is the first time I've said this, isn't it, Mason? I wasn't In your like, life? Yeah. No. Wow. I wasn't like, why can't I hear myself through the headphones? I wonder if it's because I've muted everything. Do you think it's because of these two big glowing red buttons that are on? <laughs> well, it was. It was. It turned out it was, yeah. Mason. So much for recording in the daytime, but fresh as a bloody daisy. Yeah, it's true. Also, I just had a nap. So I woke up, mm. I'm having this coconut sugar. I'm like, that's true. Just made it. So you'll notice me, like, I'll peak and then I'll crash. Mm. You're going you're to feel that through the right. show. What's interesting, though, also, is we're like, we're going to record in the daytime. This is going to be incredible. We do it in a windowless room. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just struck me now. Yeah, there's there no, could be a nuclear there's no strike. Windows, there's no ventilation, really. <laughs> no, there's, there's an air con. It's not on. Mm, sure. Do you want it on? We should probably put it on. No. Just get some airflow. Okay, let's get some airflow. All right, we're going to get some airflow, everybody. This is very exciting. Oh, no, I've peaked. <laughs> He's left the remote for the aircon in a different room. Why? Who knows? And Ollie's here. Ollie's snuck in. Ollie, you're not allowed to sneak in. You've got to sneak in. <laughs> See you, Ollie. Bye. I'm the good parent. I'm the fun one. No, this room isn't. This this room would uh, would kill a dog. You're not supposed to put anybody in it. <laughs> it's not ventilated properly. There's asbestos in the walls. I'm happy, happy for us to, you know, to yeah, yeah, endure yeah, all yeah. that. Mason, it's big news week. We've got a soldier on. It's the big, <laughs> we're doing the big work. That's right. Big news week. We're going to talk about potentially 
The Return of Superman. We've got a bunch of new trailers we've got to talk about, including uh, Black Panther and Mario is in a trailer. My goodness. Isn't he? That flat-assed bitch, he's back, isn't he? Whoa. See how flat his ass was, Mason? I did see that, So yes. flat. Yes. Um, what the world has lost. I also want to talk about some more potential spin-off shows at Disney and what will be happening with them. Okay. Uh, then we're going to talk about a new Marvel special, Werewolf by Night. <gasps> so spooky. And of course, well, yeah, it's the spookiest time of year, Mason. And I'm Go not on. just talking about tax time. I'm talking about Werewolf by Night and Halloween, the Halloween season, I Mason. I do my taxes, I Considered it, but I don't have any free time. I mean, I had a ton of free time. I just we have an accountant, so I don't have to do anything. Wow. I just go, Claire, have you spoken to the accountant about our taxes? And she goes, oh. and I go, all right, good work. Great. Mm. It's a winning team right there. <laughs> Certainly is, Mason. Uh, so that those are the those are the newses. Not a huge amount of newses, but is that enough newses for you? I think so, yeah. Let's start with some newses. Is it enough newses for users, <laughs> listeners? You tell us. Yeah. Email in if it's enough newses. For users. For users. Uh, so this is via the direct. Apparently Henry Cavill's Superman, uh, now you've probably seen the rumblings that he's in Black Adam maybe. We've been mm. hearing about it for a while. Sure, sure. But we don't know whether that's true, but it's said that his return is because The Rock demanded it and not just demanded it for him to, uh, to appear in the movie. Mm. He went full on, uh, sorry, he went hard, full court press. Okay. There's a pause right there. Okay. Uh, uh, and made and made them go to Henry Cavill, and they signed and they signed a new deal with Henry Cavill, including saying they were going to develop a new Superman movie. It was all because The Rock insisted. The Rock showed up at Henry Cavill's house, yes, and he kicked over all his Warhammer figurines. <laughs> he pretended he was a big, uh, some sort of big orc giant, <laughs> and he kicked over all his all his various little armies. Yep, yep, yep. It was like the destruction stops when you appear. You better have been working out because you're going to be Superman (laughs) again. You better have been working out. Do you think this is also because, like, he knows what's happening on social media. He knows people like Henry Cavill. Mm -hmm. But also he wants somebody to fight in the movies to make a bigger movie so they can make Black Adam versus Superman. Yes. Well, I kind of want to see Black Adam versus Shazam maybe. Well, I mean, tonally they can't do it anymore, you know. They could, could, but I think they maybe would need, I think maybe Fury of the Gods needs to maybe turn a bit darker towards the end perhaps. I think we need a tonal shift of, of, of Captain Marvel Shazam to a little bit darker and grimmer. Yeah. In order to fight, that's Black what it's Adam. like in the comics, though. Yeah, right? it is, they're, yeah. they're different, whatever's. Yeah. Maybe he kills Shazam, and he's like, "Who's next?" Well, and Henry Cavill's like, "It's me, Henry Cavill." Wow. The Rock kicked in my door, and after, after <laughs> fight, not the Rock, but Black Adam. I don't, mm, I don't yep. know. This merging of universes or whatever. I mean, good, right? Yeah. As long as we're getting a Superman movie, yes. At some point, that would be great. I mean, whether any of that is true, obviously. Yeah. The direct. Notorious liars. Are they? Yeah. Oh, we do. We look at them for. We yeah. did for mm. our bonus podcast where we make fun of clickbait. That did the entire last episode we recorded was that from is true. Actually, our yeah. pals over at the direct. Yes. Yeah. So look, I'd love this to be true. Uh, speaking of uh, bonus podcast, Mason. Finally, this week that uh, podcast we did on that awesome Superman comic. Yeah. Um, what's it called again? It's called uh, Superman up in the up sky. In the sky. Yeah, that's up now. If you do want to check it out, Collings has been so kind as to, but not only edit this podcast and put in the time codes if you want to jump ahead, but edit other podcasts. But edit other some podcasts. of which are ours. Yeah. What do you want? Oh, we've talked about this before. What do you want in a Superman movie, Mason? What do you want? I want exactly what happened in that comic book we just read. <laughs> I want a fun adventure where he flies through space and he meets a lot of alien weirdos. But wouldn't you prefer a movie where he fights the Rock? No. <laughs> It's boring. 
That's boring. Yeah. I'm bored by it, the very idea of it. I mean, he's, you know, the Rock character is magic and Superman's character is not magic and that's, <laughs> so that means that he's vul- Superman's vulnerable to Sounds magic. Sounds boring, James. <laughs> yeah. And I guess we've seen him fight Zod and we saw him fight Batman. So the appeal of like a Superman is going to fight another guy who yeah. could fly or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where, where is the appeal in that, I guess? Mm, there's a word that I'm thinking of, boring. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't like this rock cinematic universe with some DC characters that they're building towards? Don't know yet. <laughs> I'm willing to give anything a shot. So, mm. Are you willing to give this a shot, Mason? Uh, the trailer's a whole theme for one. Ah. And on top of that, there was a trailer for Violent Night. Yes. Snuck, snuck this one in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Die Hard Santa Claus with David Harbour. Mm-hmm. We've seen like I feel like a lot of like B tier like Santa Claus movies where it's what if Santa Claus and it's a horror movie and what if Santa, Santa Claus, Claus but he was rude uh, yeah what if he was rude Mason mm. uh, so but this is just, they're just doing doing Die Hard I guess looks fun it does look fun mm-hmm. if it wasn't David Harbour though if it was like a less famous actor sure, would uh-huh. you be like this isn't as appealing to me because they put in Eric Roberts as Santa Claus oh great question no I would definitely still be intrigued if it was Eric Roberts. <laughs> But no, I mean, I think I think the the trailer itself looks good. It does. I think, yeah. I mean, you know, and it's it is uh, it is David Harbour with a lot of Santa prosthetics and beard and so on and yeah. so forth. So you put anybody in that role, really? I think it looked nice. I don't think you could. I think he in particular is a good fit because okay. he's a you know he's he's, he's he specialises in rundown drunks. That's true. You know, not running down drunks. I don't know what he does. Maybe <laughs> no he one, does specialise in that. Don't, don't know what he does in his private life. <laughs> But I think that a big part of this is the appeal. I think the same with the movie. Running down drunks and saying, here, you left your wallet. <laughs> now cross that freeway. Oh, no. But, like, you mentioned this for Mr. Nobody or Nobody, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie isn't as interesting if it's not Bob Odenkirk. And it's just like, I don't know, a Bruce Willis movie or whatever, well, you know? Well, that is true. But I think that in itself is more was more generic. But I think this sure. one, I think I feel like they they got they got a vibe right. They got the idea. Okay, well, you know, he's brought his magic sack of presents, and how does that work? And how would that work in combat, in single combat with terrorists? It's cool. Kind of thing. It's got John Leguizamo. That's true. And he was Luigi. Ooh, makes uh, you think, doesn't? And other things. Uh, yeah, no fair point. I hope it's good. I like the idea. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it pays off, Mason, on December 1st. Is this getting a studio release? No, I think it's uh, going to movies. Theater. It's going to movies? It's going to a big movie. Whoa. I think it's December 1st or early December, depending where you are in the world. I think I'd probably still wait for streaming on this one. Mm-hmm. I'll take my family. Like, it's a good Christmas time, everybody. <laughs> You're not going to take your family, your wife and your young children? No, to I this, am going to take my family, to this, this This one where, where David Harbour flings a... A star Christmas tree topper into somebody's head. Yep, where he sharpens a candy cane and jams yeah, it into right. somebody's face or whatever. Wow. Yeah. I don't feel like that would would that penetrate a man's face. Yes. It's probably magic also, isn't it? Precisely, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, next up we have a spirit of Christmas that'll drive that right through a man's <laughs> cranium and into his brain, killing him instantly. <laughs> we also See, as, as, they, you know, as they say, it's actually a myth. You can't actually, like, hit somebody in the nose with the palm of your hand and have the cartilage drive drive it into your, their person's brain, brain. Die, yeah but when you factor in the magic of christmas that can definitely you happen. could yeah. yeah if that's i think i feel like if that's ever happened to somebody and they die it's because they hit their head on a gutter like they definitely, fell over yeah. and mm-hmm. hit their head on a gutter. I'm, I'm in it i don't know why i should I, i'm in this reddit group uh-huh. i'm not i'm not actively participating but it's just people getting in fights how do you mean like it's street fights that people are filming i can't remember what it's called and then they, is it, it, always is it like with, a fight club? No, no, no. It's like people filming in like altercations. Oh, I and see. Sometimes right. it's a schoolyard fight. Okay. Sometimes it's like 
two people just at a sports game fighting. I don't know. Not a sports game. So it's not just so it's not people organizing fights. No. It's people who happen to see fights and then or or they get footage of people. Or it could be like a, a UFC or whatever. And okay, it normally right. ends with somebody just getting rocked and then they hit their head on something. And I'm like, why am I in this? Great I'm question. Have to get it. Next time it comes up in my feed. Yeah. The other thing, and I'm not intentionally like lined up for any of this, but I reckon every couple of days I get served a video on Reddit, which is just a guy who bursts into flames. Like he's huh. in a petrol pump and he bursts into flames. He's at like a like he's holding a vape and he bursts into flames. Whoa. And it and I don't know when it's going to happen. Like it just. Oh right, it's like not, it's not in a. I'm not in a group. It's not. It's I'm in not some kind of guys bursting into flames. I'm in some kind of algorithm of dudes you bursting are, yeah. into flames. Yeah, yeah. That's almost certainly what. Sometimes happens. it's like a sack of grain, and I, so I don't know. I'm like, oh, is there a squirrel in this? Oh god, he's on fire. Well, that's the reason I'm not on TikTok. It's one of the many reasons I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> First of all, I'm not a 16 year old girl, but also Mason, one, that's not what TikTok is just for. One of the main reasons I'm not on TikTok is it's apparent, for perverts also. Yes, exactly. So it's it's one of the reasons is because apparently the algorithm is so finely tuned that if you look at a a video for too long, or even if you slow your scroll just to look at a video for a second, the algorithm's like, you actually like that. Yeah. So it's like, and they're right. whatever you linger on is your deepest, darkest desires, and maybe it is seeing men getting set on fire. <laughs> Why is my feed just that? Why are there so many of these videos? A friend of mine who works in like cybersecurity and he goes to schools and stuff, Claire actually um, interviewed him. It's called Marty McGoran Mason. You might have met him. Is that Matthew Lillard's character from Hackers? Yes, it is. Oh, okay, no, he okay. actually emceed our wedding, if uh, which you were there on. No, I remember he was hacking the Gibson at the time. <laughs> he had those weird coloured dreadlocks. He was wearing a plastic raincoat. He was the DJ as well. But um, he like so he knows all about this stuff because it's his job to go to schools. He was telling me that does anyone care about this? You can skip. Um, but TikTok, I can't skip. Every every you could leave. I could leave. I can't. Every fifth, it'll serve you every fifth video is something random okay. or something that you don't like. Okay. And the reason it does that is because it keeps you engaged because it's more interesting to go, ah, and then you think about it and you're actively like involved. Right. But if okay. it serves you just things you like, you're not participating in it. Interesting. It's just like, okay. it's just like yeah, so apparently they've figured it out like to the T. Anyway, we love TikTok and that's the point of all of that, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Great. Uh, so, But we're on TikTok, right? Yes. That's terrific. I agree. <laughs> Follow us on TikTok, folks. Yeah, see what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're soon to be on YouTube Shorts, Mason, later. Oh, that's great. Well, they're going to start paying. So I'm like, I spoke to Collins. I'm like, <laughs> we, should, we should get on this. We've got to get some of that cheese, <laughs> as you famously say. Mm-hmm. Black Panther Wakanda Forever has a second trailer. Yes. How does Namor move, we thought. Is he going to have little wingy feet? Mm. And the yes. answer is he's got little <laughs> wingy feet. Love Flitting it. about like a hummingbird. Mm. It's great. Loving it. Yeah. Uh, this looks really great. It does. I mean, the it? first trailer looks really great, and this continues to look great. Mm-hmm. I love the world building, Mason. Go on. I love the world building of this. Like, they're building out different societies and factions of societies. Mm-hmm. And, like, sure, sure, everyone's sure. got a different, a different feathered headdress from Amor's <laughs> place, wherever he's right. from, and, sure. and whatever, you know? And we also get a look at the new Black Panther. Yes. Uh, it's probably Maybe sh- one of many. Maybe one of many because they. It says. I mean, it looks like Shireen. Apparently, like the war paint that she wears is the same as on the black pants. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. But apparently, we haven't figured it all out yet. That it's Freaky. going to be more than one of them. Okay. Which I think is good. I think they should be like. I'd love to see like Mbaku like put on a big Black Panther outfit. And yes. They've all got different Black Panther outfits, Mason. Yes. It'd be like the movie Shazam where they've got different mm. Black Panther outfits. Do you think outfits. they're bringing back that vibranium? 
shock absorption power where you can absorb all the no. energy and wham? No, I hate that. No, I, I don't know. What do you okay. think? I reckon maybe they're done with it. Yeah, feels like they're done with it. What we did get though, we got a lot of uh, we got we got a lot of footage of uh, Ironheart. Yeah, uh, her suit matches her car, which I think is cool. Perfect. Her color scheme mm. is the same, which is nice, and that also leans towards. Remember Iron Man? Remember his his suit? He, he's like throw a little hot rod red on the, oh, the suit. Oh, that's true. Back in the first first movie, does he have a car that's got a suit in it? In the comics, he does, doesn't he? That's like, a great question. In the Ultimate Universe, War Machine's uh, suit turned into a car. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Might have been, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm not thinking of anything. You might be thinking. You might be thinking of what if car transform? What if? I know because in that he's got the one in the helicopter in Civil War or whatever. Yeah. But he's got a suit built into everything, doesn't That's he? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. Are they going to do like because the first Black Panther suit was it's like a physical thing that he puts mm-hmm. sure. on, mm-hmm. but then he gets a nanotech, yeah, whatever. And I definitely prefer the the physical suit. The solid one is more which interesting. Is, I yeah, think. which is also the same with the Iron Man stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel also there's like a big weakness in that where if you blast a bunch of sound on it, it like it comes off. Sure. Mm. But I also think what's going to be in this, the what are, who are they from, the Atlanteans, yes. are going to have like a bunch of weapons where wearing a Black Panther suit doesn't necessarily mean anything. Exactly. Whereas yes. before if you pin him down and like hit him with an axe, it, you, can't, you can't kill him. He could fall asleep in that thing. That's right. And you, could, <laughs> you could have a machine gun. Like just riddle. Guys, I'm gonna have. Head. I'm gonna take a quick twenty. <laughs> so if you guys just want to get all your aggression out on the suit, I'll yeah. be here. I'll be here when you're finished. I mean, you could bury him in a pit, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. I probably wouldn't take him out. I'd probably deal with the situation right, if I okay. was the Black Panther Mason. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. And why couldn't you be? You know, <laughs> it's a great question. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else about this? Other than it's coming out soon and it looks good. <laughs> Let me find the release date of this so we all know. Ah. Uh, no, that's just about it, I think. Look good. Look really good. November 10th. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's coming up. Yeah. It's like a month away. Wow. Really good stuff, Mason. But, of course, before then and now, we have to watch the movie Black a- Adam. Black Adam. <laughs> that's right, yes. And that's happening. But uh, the biggest trailer for the week, though. Black, Black Adam featuring the Adam. Adam Smasher. <laughs> just a guy named Adam. Yeah, biggest trailer is a. Uh, it's from Illumination and Nintendo. They're working in tandem because Nintendo okay. have been very very subjective of you to say this is the biggest trailer. Yeah, I reckon it is. Okay, I reckon if this was the second, if this was the first Black Panther trailer, sure, okay, then that's right. a different situation. Mm-hmm. But this had the internet into a flurry. I even watched the Nintendo Direct, Mason. Oh yes, I'm like I like a Nintendo Direct. Oh, the Mario trailer. I wonder what's next. I wonder what get on oh, nothing. What that. else? Oh, that was the Nintendo Direct. So yeah, this it was is just, just this. Just this, okay. And right. I was disappointed. Because I believe the last Nintendo Direct said, I think Shigeru Miyamoto popped up and said, hey, everybody, we've been working on the Mario movie. Yeah. Anyway, bye. Yeah. So <laughs> so uh, Nintendo have been really selective about who they work with uh-huh. uh, in terms of movie and TV properties over the years. Yes. Um, so it's basically been nothing. Because of the 1993 Super Mario movie. Mm-hmm. Think about that movie, and we reviewed it for Caravan of Garbage. It, I feel like that could have popped up now as like a fan film. Like a 20-minute, yeah. not even fan film, like what if Mario and it's steampunk and yeah, uh-huh. Cooper was a dinosaur and whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, it was, and it, he transforms and there's mushrooms and the, the boots, you can jump with the, the steampunk jumping boots or whatever. Do you know what I mean, though? You're saying what if... Super Mario, but uh, but steampunk cosplay. Yes, that could definitely happen. Yeah, I mean they did it kind of. They it's not did, steampunk, yeah. but I feel like this would have be- that would have been more kind of better received now, right? Okay, than sure. at the time, because at the time it's like, why would you make this? Just <laughs> Absolutely. make just make a Mario movie. Why did you do this? 
Uh, anyway, what did you think of the trailer? We'll talk about the main thing. But what did you think of the trailer? It's. I think it's an oddly paced trailer. Unless I saw one that was different to everybody else's. It's the one where Bowser shows up. Yeah, and he, that. he battles some penguins. Yes. And then Mario is just in a world and he's like, what's this? And it's like, it's the Mushroom Kingdom. It didn't really goes, flow like a real no, trailer. It was odd, I thought. Well, Nintendo are weird. Yes. They don't uh-huh. do, yeah, they don't do things normally or that's mm-hmm. why they're, they're kind of like releasing, every now and then they'll, they'll release like three 64 games on the Oh, and then Nintendo uh, and Switch like, this is, or something. Do you want this? And it's like, no, I don't want to pay for any of this. These are <laughs> terrible. What are you doing? Just put them all on. I know you can. I know you have all of the games. Just release Just put them. put them on. Yeah. Huh? And then it ends with like Luigi, right? Yes. Where he's running from, from ghouls and little Little nod, I think, to Luigi's Mansion. I would love a Luigi's Mansion movie. And also it's Charlie Day. And is yes. that not? I it mean, is perfect. Look, the, the casting in this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, isn't it, on the whole? I think I, I, Jack Black is a, sounds very good as yep. Bowser, I thought. I'm like, okay, that's that's how a Bowser would sound in my head, I think. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, so but what else have we got here? So Anya Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach. Don't know about that yet. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Uh, Fred, Arm- Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. These are all good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if you saw a few months back. It was even longer than that. I think Chris Pratt was like, who plays Mario? You're going like, to hear a Mario oh, voice you've never heard before. <laughs> it's going to blow your mind. And it's just him with a bit of a New York whatever. Mm. Now, I'm sure we'll settle into it in the movie. I watched this with a sound off, so I don't know what it sounded. <laughs> you know, we'll, it will be fine, but it's I, – I don't know what, why they've done I mean, I know why they've done it, mm-hmm. but it's I, – I don't, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Okay. Like I really care though. Like, well, I'm again, largely indifferent it. to yeah. this. I'm not mad about this. It's it's fine. It's. But I just think compared to like all the other casting. Yeah. I don't. I just again I understand because you put a name to it and he's done like uh-huh. a bunch of voice work that's you know he's, he's what's his name in the Lego thing or whatever. Yes, sure. You know what's his name in the Lego? That thing? character may as well be called what's his name <laughs> in the Lego thing. <laughs> yeah, but there's also the comparison between there's the the, the French dub went around. Yeah, and maybe and the, the Italian dub as well. Yeah, and it just sounds more like the. Mm. And also, I understand where you can't just do the annoying Super Mario voice because he doesn't really talk that much in the games. Mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of games where he talks a lot more, and people uh-huh. are like, "No, we hate this." <laughs> so you got to change it. It can't right, just be uh-huh. like that's me like the whole time, mm. or you don't make him talk that much at all. Which I don't know whether would work either. <laughs> in a... I'm a strong, silent protagonist. <laughs> I simply arrive and I kill and I leave again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'll put a penny on your eye after I kill you. <laughs> just one penny? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. That's great. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Again, it'll probably be fine. I'm sure I'll settle into it, and it doesn't matter. What do you think of his clothes? I think though? he'll be okay, James. I know I will be okay, uh-huh. but I just, I, I just think it's like you could change it. There's still time. There's still time. But I also don't care enough that they did. If they did Maybe they'll it. do the reverse. Like a lot of people were expecting. I think I'm sure we were expecting. You know, he does the Italian voice. He does a big, broad Italian accent. And then goes, <laughs> "Whoa! Imagine if I sounded like that. What if? What if that's the twist? What if? <laughs> what if he's cursed at this? He arrives in the Mushroom Kingdom and he's cursed, and then his voice very rapidly changes from generic New York guy to really broad, annoying Italian stereotype voice. Perfect, Mason. I right? would love that. There's yeah. still time to do that, folks. Yeah. Anyway, it will be fine and it looks good. Like it looks mm. amazing, right? Yeah. As an animated movie, it doesn't look like generic like some of these things often mm. do. They've really yeah. nailed like the style of it. He's got a collar, Mason. Some people didn't like that. Okay. He's got a collar. He doesn't normally have a collar. Like a like it's like he's wearing a polo shirt under his dungaree. Something as opposed like that. to a t-shirt. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. I don't know. Would you, you prefer know? a turtleneck? 
I mean, at least it's not a white collar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's a man of the people. Absolutely. Also, where's he from? So he's from regular New York? Apparently. Yeah. Mm Because he's like, what's this? It's a mushroom or whatever. So that suggests that where the regular New York where he's from, everybody's like him. So him and Luigi aren't freaks. But in the game. The latest game, obviously. When he goes to New Donk City, they're yeah, all normally, a, height, normally heighted humans, yes. Yeah, and he's okay. like, a, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Maybe it's Chris Pratt and he goes to report and he's like, I'm animated now. Maybe. I wouldn't like that either, basically. <laughs> okay. I'd what say. would you like? I don't know. Great. Nothing. I'll never be happy. How about that? That's great. Yeah, good stuff. Anyway, again, it will be fine and I will 100% see this. And I showed my son and he's like, oh, my God, this is the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Can we watch that trailer again? Then he was like, can we watch a different trailer for this movie? I'm like, that's not how marketing works. You have to wait <laughs> till the second trailer. <laughs> the full theatrical trailer. Exactly. Anyway, it's I'm going to take you to Violent Night and you can watch the second Mario <laughs> theatrical trailer. Son. So this is uh, out in April, I believe. It was delayed. It was supposed to be December. Mm-hmm. What do you think of a caravan of garbage that I attempt, or we attempt, let's say, even a Mario speedrun? We'll break a Mario speedrunning oh, record. yeah, for sure. Do you think we could do it? Yes. Yeah. How much... How much work do you have to put in to do something like that? Probably hardly any, I reckon. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you, you do it once, you get the feel of it, mm-hmm. and then you do it again. And you again. just knock it off real quick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Sure. Excellent. And you probably need, like, a like a fancy controller or something, do I? Or just a can – I, can, I, can, I, can I do a ROM? I'll just do it on a keyboard. Yeah, mouse and keyboard, I reckon. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> or we can do it in VR. Oh, yeah. We can break the speed VR. record in VR. Oh, you know what? We should break. We should break the standard Mario speed run – using like a Guitar Hero controller or something like that. I reckon we could do it. Yeah. So not the speed run of Mario. So we're going to we're going to break the we're going to break the record yeah. for uh, for defeating Mario. Yeah. But not the not break not the world record for beating a Mario level using a Guitar Hero controller. We're going to beat beat a regular Mario level speed run while using a <laughs> We're going to beat the normal speed run record yeah. using a Guitar Hero controller. Like a PlayStation 2 one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have to Saw that somehow technically, I think. Did you see that person who beat, I think, one of the Zelda 64 games blind? Huh. And they did it through, like, just trial and error and also, what was it, uh, like, like just, just noise. So, like, they knew what creature they were near and, like, what, and they did the entire thing blind. That's crazy. Yeah. Good for them. Good for, I mean, you know. I are would, they a blind person? Or are yeah, they, no, no, they weren't, like, um, imagine if I was blind. <laughs> Check this out. Guys, I'm fully sighted and I'm just playing this game. But imagine if I was blind. Pretty impressive, right? Oh, I've won the world record for dumbest idiot. <laughs> Terrific. Here's one bit of news. This is from The Guardian. Oh, wow. Uh, Alan Moore said, this, this is, this is a, I just, I've just picked this. I haven't read the entire article yet. Okay. I'm, I'm just going with this. I think this is a fascinating poor quote from Alan Moore as he is renowned for fascinating poor quotes. Did Boy, you see this? He? No, I haven't seen this at all, actually. <clears throat> this is an exciting one bit of news. Normally you bring, bring absolute dreck. Right? Yeah. And I'm proud of that dreck. <laughs> Watchman author Alan Moore, I'm definitely done with comics, but here's the line that everybody's pulled out of this one. It has serious and worrying implications for the future if millions of adults are queuing up to see Batman movies because that kind of infantilization could very often be a precursor to fascism. Oh, wow. It's going hard, this bloke. I've talked about this, uh, but I think there is a link between people getting obsessed with, like, characters and brands because now it's so much harder to, to own something. Mm. Like, you're, you're crippled with debt, you can't buy a house, you know, you've doing cut like loan payments on a car to drive to a job that you hate, for example. Um, Are you talking about me directly? Yeah, this is you, Mason. <laughs> oh, my God. I did drive. I did just drive to a job that I hate. <laughs> but um, 
And so people attach themselves to brands. Mm. And so their identity and things that they go in and fight for and argue about, they don't really matter. But it's like it's the thing that they have ownership and feel like they have a say in, whereas everything else is like just like their life is destroyed by, let's not say capitalism, but let's say like a system style like capitalism, for example. (laughs) Oh, I say from an iPhone, don't you benefit (laughs) from capitalism? You're right, I should live in the woods. I know I didn't say capitalism. I'm talking about a different thing. Capitalism, <laughs> a system you've invented. Yes, sir, no, that's not you say. It's, you where, say it's where everything from is, your iPhone. It's where it's where everything is crap except for the stuff we make, <laughs> which is also crap but in a different in way. in a different way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I um, I don't know whether there's any truth in that, but I saw hmm. somebody say it, and so I've just been repeating it. A thought I had recently, yeah. was that about satire is that. Is this thought going to be satire? Like, do I have to oh, have a deeper the, understanding of entire, something? Maybe this entire thing is satire. Oh God, you're going to have to listen out for a different level. <laughs> no, I feel like the the problem with satire in a lot of cases mm. is that people think that consuming the satire is is the the one thing you need to do. Oh, okay, like for yeah. like I think for for you know for for every person who you know, goes to a, a, a rally to support abortion rights or something like that. Yeah. There's another person who watched The Handmaid's Tale and they're like, well, I've done my duty. I get it. You know, kind yeah. of thing where it's like. I agree and I get it. Oh, no. No, no. I'm saying that's the person would say. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah that, like, well, I've done it. So, uh, you know. Yeah, that's, that's that. very interesting, actually. Well, and I'm the first person to have that thought. I yeah, think. you say from your iPhone, Mason. <laughs> I'm just saying you can, you can, you have to exist within a system. So that's why mm. you have to have an iPhone and et cetera. Yeah. Is what I'm saying, Mason, Whoa. also. That's another level to this. Wow, wow. So, yeah, yeah Alan Moore, is, he's got a short story collection out, which is why he's oh. he's, he's being interviewed. Saying Do you think he plans that out then? He's like, what can I say to get people reading this or whatever? Is he a master marketer? Because he's never left the news. And yet that's he true. hasn't been in comics for, what, 20 years? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What do you think, though? People lining up for Batman, is that, is that fascism? What no, we, I don't think it is. What do no. we do? What are we, yeah. Look, I'm sure this has been blown out of proportion. I didn't read the article. I'm, I'm reading it as we speak currently. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, th- I think it's close to the thing that you said. Like, it's it's an obsession with brands and kind yeah. of, you know, as opposed to stories. It's like, okay, yeah. well, I'm going to line up for this, even if it isn't particularly good. But, but it could be a brand or like a politician or, do you know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to be a pop culture thing. That's but, true. But often it, it is. Uh, this is via the Cosmic Circus, Mason. They say that many upcoming Disney Marvel spin-off shows, for example, there's one for Black Panther and there's mm-hmm. one for Shang-Chi. I mean, oh, actually, before we go on to that. Oh, Mason, no, 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 no. I, Now I've got to say all this again later. I know, and pretend like Fuck. it's new. The, the, um, his, uh, his contention, he says here, I, don't, I didn't really think that superheroes were adult fare. I think that was a misunderstanding born of what happened in the 1980s, to which I must put my hand up to a considerable share of the blame, though it was not intentional, when things like Watchmen were first appearing. There, was, there were an awful lot of headlines, headlines saying comics have grown up. I tend to think that no, comics hadn't grown up. Uh, there were a few titles that were more adult than people were used to, but the majority of comics titles were pretty much the same as they'd ever been. It wasn't comics growing up. I think it was more comics meeting the emotional age of the audience coming the other way. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. It's not just infantile and dangerous. Yeah, because, well, that's true in the sense that, like, not every comic in the 80s was Watchmen, you know. Mm. There, was, there was also just regular comic stuff going on. That's true, yeah. At the same time. But it's an urge towards simpler times and simpler realities. Yeah. I, th- I agree with that. I think that, uh, like, a lot of... A lot of the the push towards superhero stuff. It it is partly like, oh, I love that stuff when I was a kid, and and I you know. I, I think people are looking for that feeling in like Star Wars as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, that, you know, know, it's a, it's a, and it's uh and it's it's simple solutions to complicated problems. Yeah, you know, where it's like, okay, well, 
there's all this stuff happening in the real world and I can't do anything about it, but Iron Man could just come in and just blast everybody. So that would be... Wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he'd be drunk and he could still do it. He'd be drunk and he's rich, so it's fine. Yeah, what's Alan Moore saying this from, though, an iPhone? He's probably saying, yeah. Typical. Wow, it's saying it's from... It says it's being sent from his brand new iPhone 14. (laughs) Which he got for being an influencer. I knew it. Makes you think, doesn't it? I knew it. I knew it, Mason. Yeah. Everything's invalid now. Anyway, Mason... (laughs) This is why sent the, from my cave <sighs> in my iPhone 14. This is why the Cosmic Circus Mason. Oh, never heard of them. Many upcoming Disney Marvel spin-off shows for Black Panther and also, for example, Shang Chi. Uh, they are being planned now as special presentations I see. Uh, instead of six episodes of whatever. Right. Um, if this is true, good. <laughs> I uh, well, we're about to talk about one, but I really like the idea of being like it's 50 minutes of something. Now get out of here. Here's 50 minutes of something. Did you like it? Well, maybe we'll do another 50 minutes somewhere or, down the track. Or we won't. Or we won't. <laughs> well, this is it. Mm. So, yeah, I, I really I really like that idea. Also, and we talked about – did we talk about this last week where it's a, like having a Marvel thing every week is, is people – Yeah. It, it upsets people. It's spreading Kevin Feige quite thin. It's spreading the audience quite thin. It's spreading us quite thin, isn't it? No, I'm, yeah. I'm as thick as ever. Are you? Yes. Well, that's true. <sighs> Says from an iPhone as well. <laughs> Come on, mate. Yeah. I, I, was it this last week where I mentioned this? But, yeah, you can't ever get a chance to breathe mm. or, like, even take in something yeah. because there's always the next thing. You can't – you're not anticipating anything yeah. as much because there's always – But but also I like the idea of – and, you know, comics have done, you know, you do your 22-page thing, you might do an 80-page giant special or something like yeah. that. Or, you know, why not – at this point, why not try out different formats and different – yeah, it doesn't mean uh, you'd have to get rid of the shows. Like, yeah. I know they're doing – Mason, come on. You just – come on, Mason. Mason, come on. Be serious for once. Ah, oh, he's out of control. Oh, no. Actually, I think he's just lost in that now. He's just <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> oh, God. Like Daredevil's going to be 16. Yes. You know, and that's longer than, you know, even She-Hulk, which is 9 or 10 yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, which we will – we'll talk about Daredevil in a, mm-hmm. in a bit. We'll probably do it after Werewolf by Night. But, but we have mentioned in the past, you know, the Marvel one-shots that used to appear on totally. DVD and Blu-ray releases. This felt a lot like that. Yeah, actually. and they were, they were often like 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes or yeah. something like that. This this could very well be a happy medium because with a lot of those you go, okay, but what happened next after the after they retrieved the, the Chitauri gun or whatever? Like what happened nothing. after that? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> But I want to see that. Yeah, I'd want I, to I see want to that see the too. shield agents. They've got the gun in the back of their car and they drive back to shield headquarters and they, they put it in the weapons locker and they sign off for it and then yep. they get a coffee and they're like, oh, I shouldn't have drunk that last coffee. That's going to keep me up kind of thing. And then Because they, they brought in Lizzie Kaplan for one, didn't they? Yeah, uh, and then, item 47 I and think then, it was called. Yeah, and that was that was good. And yeah, that, that I think was that – if I remember correctly, they that was sort of a test run for Agents of Shield. Yeah, okay, like, that is, makes is, sense. Does this work? Okay, well let's does, does let's this recast work? all of this. Yes, does this work as kind of like okay? Well, here's some behind the scenes stuff of the Marvel universe. It's not superhero-y stuff. It's more yeah, small time. Let's see if that works. And then then it did. Um, but yeah, like I yeah, tr- try some hour long stuff. A single you know like a like an eighty page special kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. One big continuous story. Not quite enough for two hours. Certainly not enough for six hours. No, absolutely. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. 
Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Guess what time it is? It's time to cozy up and save money by cooking at home. Fall is the perfect time to experience delicious taste and the unparalleled convenience of HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days. So you know they're fresh. HelloFresh. HelloFresh. Plus, pre-proportioned ingredients make cooking a snap and cut down on food waste. Do you have a packed calendar? Well, HelloFresh's quick and easy meals, like their 20-minute recipes or low prep and easy cleanup option, means you'll spend less time in the kitchen and more time your loved ones. And you know what? That's what we're doing at home. We're cooking together and HelloFresh, all their meals, it's all like, it's all planned out nicely. There's a recipe card. You know exactly what you're doing. You can follow it step by step with a kid if you want or somebody else or just do it by yourself. It doesn't really matter. It's so easy and it's so quick. That is an option for you. That being that options are limitless in terms of how you cook your food. And speaking of, one that we tried recently was the sticky beef sausages and apple slaw with spiced potato wedges. Just incredible, easy to make, delicious, saving money, saving time. And how's about this one? If you go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyPlanet65 and use code WeeklyPlanet65, as in 65, you get 65% off plus free shipping. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyPlanet65 and use code WeeklyPlanet65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Thank you for supporting us by trying HelloFresh if this is something that you choose to do. And maybe you choose to do that because, you know, it's America's number one meal kit. I don't mind saying that. That's actually an optional talking point, but I'm like, that one's for free. I'll put that one in there. There you go. On with the show. Mason, I hate to um, interrupt my... about this. Okay, I was going to oh, say, hey, you hate to interrupt me. Dropping this bottle cap yes, on the table right. a bunch uh, of times, but it is um, it is the spookiest time of year, and it's not just it's not tax season. It's just it is mm. like this. This is independent of tax season. It is the spookiest time of the year. It's really interesting, which is an ideal time mm-hmm. for Marvel to release their very first special presentation. That being a werewolf. Mark Ruffalo does his taxes in real time. <laughs> he doesn't have like a person. He does, but he likes to you know he likes to go over it himself because you know. 
He's done. The, yeah, the, a lot of celebrities are like they look at all their money and then they go, "I don't have any money anymore." Yeah, what so exactly right. You know, he's yeah. learned he's learned lessons from other. Okay, other, you know, that's smart. That's right. But he's doing it from his iPhone, isn't he? He's he doing, would, wouldn't he? He's doing his taxes on typical. his iPhone. Yeah, yeah, typical. Yeah, yeah. Got it for free as well, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, typical yeah, Mason. Yeah. How do you write that off? How, he's like, how do I write off my free iPhone <laughs> on my iPhone? I never liked him. Mm, I yeah. never liked him, Mason. Yeah, yeah, so. Hypocrite. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, so Werewolf by Night. Uh, the, the, what do you think the story could have been? Oh. We're going to do a little bit of non-spoilers and then we'll just oh, do most sure, of the spoilers. Sure, sure. Oh, well, well yeah. what it is is that uh, the famed monster hunter Ulysses Bloodstone has, yeah. has, has passed away. Yep. Uh, and Has uh, he though? Great we'll question. Yeah. Uh, and, a, uh, and a collection of the most renowned monster hunters in the glo- uh, from around the globe have gathered at the Bloodstone Manor yeah. because uh, they have to prove their mettle and defeat a monster that's going to be released on the grounds, and if they do so, they uh, they get access. They 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 take ownership of the bloodstone itself, which gives you mighty mystical powers. That's right. They have to go into the Harry Potter maze. That's right. Some Harry Potter floor. or the Maze Runner maze. It's more of a Harry. I don't know if it's a Maze Runner maze. Okay, as much right. as a Mason? Is it really? No, it's just you don't think maze. so. No. Yeah. no. It's a bit Maze Runner, actually. I mean, mm. anything with a maze. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit. It's it's like a maze from that movie with Michael Caine in it. You know, Michael Caine stuck in a maze. Maze, maze, cool Caine. Yes, James. On <laughs> Michael Maze. <laughs> no, Mason. Okay, right. What's the one with Michael? It's, it got a remake. I've I've even talked about it on this. Not podcast. the Jude Law one. Yeah, that's the one. But They're he, in a maze in that. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's maze-like elements to it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 What's it called? I've talked about. It, it doesn't matter. I'll get to it later. Yeah. 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 Okay. But he's the in the original version. He's like the young. He's the young, he's the young buck, and, and then in the, the new, new one, one he's is, the old yeah. bloke. Yeah, I've I've seen the newer one. Yeah, so uh, it's, we get a we get a Marvel intro, and you think it's just the regular Marvel intro, but you know there's always going to be a twist, and this time there's bigger like werewolf slashes, and it turns to black and white, and it goes boo. Absolutely, yes. So what's interesting about this is Michael Jean Michael Jean Kino. Michael Giacchino. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. He, this is his directorial debut, and he normally does. I don't even know that for sure, to be honest. But I, just, <laughs> I said it with, they said it with confidence, so he's going to believe me. I do believe you. Uh, he, he's going. He, he normally does uh, scores. Yes, he did. He did the soundtrack. He did the, he did the DC. He did the score for the Batman. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And he's done a bunch of Marvel stuff, and he also actually scored this, Ooh. which is kind of unusual. Out like, of ten. Yeah, did he from his iPhone? He would, wouldn't he? Yeah. I never liked him. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's more of like a. Like John Carpenter used to do, like that's true, you know, like that. But I think that's pretty impressive that he's he, he's doing both of these things. Uh, but all in all, I thought this was quite good. I had a pretty, I good had a time lot of fun. I had, yeah. I had a super fun time with this. Yeah. Do you think he got this gig because of his fun little pun titles on all of his songs? Oh, do you think? Do you think? Wouldn't people, have hurt. I tell yeah, you that much. That's right. I think people saw it and they were like, oh, "This guy's got a little something going on. This guy's, this guy's a bit of sass. This guy's got a bit of color. He'll do anything." Yeah, absolutely. And I think also a big part of this, which made it feel like. You know, authentic and kind of it's set in the modern day, but it's kind of it harkens back to you know mm. your monster movies of like the fifties and whatever. But the music is it's very good and mm. really um, it really adds to to this you know the whole atmosphere. And it's I I think though it's not it's not entirely convincing as something that came out of the fifties. Like it's clearly still filmed on digital, and there's like you know you get the real change. You know that little black circle, the that, cigarette that burn, appears, yeah. and, and things like that. I don't think. I don't think it looks convincing, like entirely as you know, as, as something like filmed on. Film sure, from absolutely. That era. Yeah. But um, all in all, I think it's it's. It a was good a blend. nice. It was a nice return to having any film grain at all on a Marvel. Sure, production. yeah. Even even if it was added in post. Yeah, but I think also you know 
it being set in the modern day and whatever, it's a good middle ground between how they filmed things normally and like something of old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that, you know, most of the time it worked really well. And, you know, like effects like there's some electricity electricity effects and other kind of effects in this that kind of feel more kind of old school than, yes. than you know, than a bunch of CGI slapped on top of a thing. Though uh-huh. there is a bunch of CGI slapped on top of a thing in this. The set design as well, really good. I really enjoyed all of that. You know, complicated, complex rooms and like stone structures and, you know, different creatures' heads that have been hunted and, and mounted. Yeah, which I, I didn't I recognize all of them. I think I've one got of them, a bit of a list. Is, is one of them the Wendigo or at yes, least a Wendigo? There is. Was one of them Zemnu the Titan? I, like uh, Zemnu have I got the this Titan. written down. Okay, we can do this now. So some of the monsters that appear. To be so, clear, these aren't spoilers. These are just no, no, these just are, little these are monster heads on a wall. Yeah, yeah. So we see Bigfoot. Okay. Uh, we see a Nosferatu-style vampire. Mm. So I guess that means there's there's Nosferatu-style vampires, and then there's like regular kind of vampires. I assume that well, Blade's going to be, be seen, fighting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a Wendigo. There's like some kind of two-headed siren creature. Okay. Uh, there's a Minotaur. There's a Yeti, and what looks like Manphibian. Okay. Which is yeah. Like right. A, uh, you know, like a sea creature kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, situation. This also looks like on, you know, at the start you see like a tapestry or like a, a book kind of explaining and there's like a bunch of stuff written in Latin. Uh-huh. One of them, like it shows like a bunch of monster hunters and one of them looks like it could be the Black Knight. I see. And I wonder whether they're going to tie the Black Knight to maybe vampire hunting or something. It seems as a Black Knight also meets Blade at the end of the yeah, Eternals. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. it should have been in this though, right? Well, maybe he is no spoilers. He's not. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, maybe, but maybe the, the ske- there was a scheduling conflict. Oh, well, yeah, we talked about that. That might have been a thing, but I don't. I don't know. I think it would have been a really mm. cool introduction. But I think I'm I'm very excited for a new era of spooky supernatural Marvel characters teaming up to battle some sort of supernatural menace. Sure. And I think it would make sense if you went, even if you were like, yeah, Dracula. This they're yeah. they're, they're going to fight Dracula, and so we need Blade, and we need. Uh, the you Black think, Knight and, and everybody else, and, and he's got an army of monsters. I think that would be great. Do you think uh, the this because there's a vampire on the wall, uh-huh. and he's like, I recognize that. That's a I fought that dude once or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was a chance that like that was Dracula? Can they use Dracula? Anyone can use anyone Dracula, can use Dracula, assume, Dracula yeah. right? Yeah, but it, you know you have to have him use a different Apple product, obviously. Yes, <laughs> you got it, don't you? If you want people not to respect him, you've got you give him an iPhone, obviously. You know what, I I, uh, I found this, like for a Marvel movie, this is pretty, or a Marvel property, it's quite gory. Yes. But it's mostly just like CGI blood and some maybe a decapitation every now and then or a throat cut. Mm-hmm. But after this I went and I watched The American Werewolf in London, but just the bit where the werewolf <laughs> tears through London. Just freaks out right at the end. Yeah. Like bites a dude's head off and it rolls across the bonnet of a car and then like all these cars like crash into each other yes, uh-huh. and people fly into the street and get run over. And yeah. I just, I was watching that and I, and I was like, I kind of wish they turned the carnage up on this. Yeah, but I mean, I, this, is, this is the, be- this is the this biggest is, this they is, can do at this point. Absolutely. And that's yeah. only because like, I wouldn't have been like, oh, that seems a bit tame if mm. I hadn't immediately after watched that other clip. But also maybe this is, I mean, and you also, I don't think you would, you would say this is particularly, you know, uh, uh, it's not hugely violent compared to, say, Blade, like the first I Blade movie or something like also that. Also, you get away with stuff because it's in black and white. Yes, uh-huh. it's like with the first Kill Bill, one of the sequences, because it was going to be like they were going to jack the rating up on that to uh-huh. something ridiculous. Because there's a moment at the end where where the the, the lead character Kill Bill mm-hmm. she kills like 
88 dudes or whatever. It's yeah. not 88, but it's, you know. Ironically, doesn't kill Bill though, does she, in that first movie? No. Mm. Uh, that's Despite fun. her name. Despite her name, <laughs> And they changed it to black and white because to get around there's so many somehow, limbs yeah. cut off and blood's spraying yeah. happening. And I think that's a similar thing. I mean, and, and, you know, and the, I guess the bar, in terms of gore and violence, the bar has been set quite low by Marvel, but maybe this is... Maybe this is a stepping stone. Maybe we're going to get more gore and violence in Blade and subsequent movies. Yeah. Maybe maybe we, we, we've get, we're getting two different tracks. Maybe we're getting like family-friendly Marvel going in one direction, but we've got the supernatural stuff is a bit grosser. You know, like a Marvel Knights or a Marvel Max kind of situation. Yeah. Where, where one, probably not, this is wishful thinking on my behalf, but mm. maybe that that is a way it could go, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. They, they want to maximise box office returns, so probably not ultimately. But but if you're putting it out on a streaming service, that's true. You can kind of get away with it. But I also think you do need to still tone it down because this appears on like like kids access this app, right? And you know, I think your this, kids accessing it right now. Yeah, it's fine though. <laughs> He's watching that bit from American Werewolf in London. <laughs> no, I put that on. Oh, okay, that's for me. Uh, so if they did accidentally come across this, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want it. You wouldn't want that kind of backlash, I, I'm guessing. Let me let me ask you this, though, James. If a kid does encounter this, are they going to watch it? Watch it, it goes or, to bla- watch it or like yeah, or enjoy. I don't know. Are they, not, are they gonna yeah. watch, Are they going to watch the first two minutes and go, okay, this is black and white and nothing is happening? I don't think kids now associate black and white with like old movies and that. Okay. It's like a, it's like a filter. Now, oh, I see. As right. opposed to like, oh, black and white, yuck, which is okay. what we were like as kids. Mm, yeah. Yuck, yeah. get this away from me. Ew. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm I think I think just the the very fact that the, it doesn't begin with an action sequence yes. then it would be enough to turn most kids away, I think. It's just a, a, a variety of people with different beards showing up at a mansion. And going, hmm. Going, hmm. Should we just do spoilers from now on? Yes, I mean, but just before we get into that, I, the cast is great. Gail this better not be Bernal. another one bit of news, Mason. Just before, and then you say one bit of boring news. I like the cast, is all I'm saying. Yeah, that's oh, that's okay. Gail Garcia Bernal is good. We get Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone. She was great. Uh, I really, really liked good. that. Character. A touch of the Kristen Ritters in uh, Jessica Jones. I, about that, I had that as well. I had that uh, same yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. I like the villain, uh, the the woman who's the the widow. Harriet Sampson Harris. Who she I've was seen in many. She's a, she's a famous that guy. Yeah. I feel. <laughs> She was great. I really yeah. enjoyed her in this. Yeah. Uh, she She's Beeb in, Gla- in Frasier, and she was also in Desperate Housewives. Okay. Uh, but she's been in many things. Adam, she's in Adam's Family Values, I think. Okay. Um, she's a memento. That's that's probably where I'm thinking of her. Sure. Mostly from. Yeah. Yeah, great, great cast. Great casting. Anyway, I'm going to say best Marvel special presentation yeah. ever. And an I- assortment of other monster hunters, or all, all who are good, suitably, suitably um, – Bizarre character actor faces and yes, but I will say yes. I didn't love it. Okay, and I think it could have taken it further in terms of how much werewolf we get, how many other okay. creatures we get, an exploration of like the different hunters and who they are and what they can do. They can and die. They can <laughs> die. I know, but like bring like still have them die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you could have done more with. That. And I understand there's limitations to time and budget and and all of that, but we kind of only get a real good look at one other hunter, the guy with the big axe, and he's yeah. fun, and I'm like, I would have kind of liked that yeah, for, right. yeah. for more of them. Oh, well, I mean, if this does well, and I think it seems to be doing – critically, it seems to be doing quite well. Yeah, it's well. doing really well, yeah. Um, I don't know how it's doing streaming-wise. Maybe, the you know, if, if, you're, uh, if, you want a, if you want a spooky Marvel thing to watch, you know, on Halloween, maybe save this one up. 
I don't. I want to watch it now, Mason. Oh, I, I well. I on what though? What are you yeah. going to watch it on? Uh, a black and white television. Mm. What's that in your hand, James? An iPhone. <laughs> yeah, it's my that's my iPhone. I thought, yeah. I'm just um, I'm just opening loot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I think in future we'll probably. I mean, you know, there's probably plenty more. Monster Hunters in this world, so yeah. we'll see more of those, I think. So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say best movie ever. Yeah. Best, best special presentation ever. Totally. Um, and we can say that because it's the only one so far. Yeah. Um, but I, I but I also think, yeah, to get back to the like, – there's not a lot of werewolf in this. Right. And what we do see is kind of shrouded in darkness and whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, just before we go that, um, I was going to say uh, this is kind of what I've wanted for the Marvel, from the Marvel Universe for a while. Weird stuff. Weird stuff and just – because it is such a, you know, it is an industry unto itself. It's a, it's kind of a, it's a medium unto itself at this point. Yeah. It's an entire, like, it's, it's, it's its own movie industry. So give us more. In, in She-Hulk, we've gotten a rom-com yeah. kind of rom-com sitcom Marvel thing. And I'm like, I, that's why I think that's why I'm enjoying that. And this, we get a, we get a horror Marvel yep. thing. And is it up to the scratch of like some of the weird, bizarre horror stuff we've seen in the last couple of years? Not really, but I think it's... It's not where they're kind of going yeah. for, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, so Ulysses, Spoilers, we're in spoilers. spoilers yeah. So Ulysses Bloodstone. Yes. In the comics, he's a man who found a bloodstone. He found a fragment a, of the yes, bloodstone, yeah. In, 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 as a caveman. Yeah, well, he didn't find it so much as it got embedded in his chest and he yes. became immortal, yeah. There's an, who was that other... I've talked about this comic. Mandel Savage? Happened. No, there's another guy, and it's it's he's like a 1930s explorer. I love these comics, and he's got like a shard of a crystal in his chest. Is this a um? And he is this a Miller World thing? No, okay. what's it called? God damn it, Mason! Mm. Um, I'll find it while I'm talking about yeah. this. But this again, speaking of, I mean, the, the first time I encountered Ulysses Bloodstone was in an old black and white Hulk magazine from like sure, the 70s yeah. or the early 80s, and it really gave me that same kind of vibe. Yeah, absolutely. especially when. The man thing shows up. Which there's a lot of man thing in this, which thing. I appreciate. Or Ted, as, as, his, as his real name is. I thought the man thing in this was terrific. Mm. Big fan of that. Uh, I saw a behind the scenes thing where like they built a man thing. Right. A lot of it is CGI, and you, you know you can tell from that. But that effect when like the touch of the man thing and it burns you and whatever, uh-huh. when it grabs a person and the way that the fire kind of like the, consumes consumes them. them. Really good stuff. Really good. Uh, yeah, I was surprised at how much. <laughs> And that worked. The, the, the black. And that, I love that yeah, as the, well. The, the, yeah, the, the black and white. I don't, we, you know, we've yet to see how that works in color. If we're ever going to see the man thing again, but well, we see that we see it at the end in color. No, but I mean the the actually it, it consuming somebody oh, with okay, the fire. Sure, How's sure, that going to sure. look in color? We don't know. But it, I think in terms of like the black and white, that incredible contrast looked really good. Really so. good. Yeah. Mm. And the only because obviously the only color in this as well is the the stone. Yes. And when it when it got colorful at the end to somewhere of the rainbow, which is a, a nod to something, but I wish I knew what Mason. Mm. Um, she's wearing a Rainbow Bright. Ra- thank you. Famous 80s property. We're bringing it back. We're bringing back Rainbow Bright. She's wearing, uh, Elsa Bloodstone is wearing a red jacket. I'm like, yeah. oh, red jacket. I didn't, I would, <laughs> I, I would have thought it was like a, a yellow or a beige. I didn't mm, realize sure, it was sure, a, sure. it was a red jacket, but, um, makes sense though. It totally it's, does. Uh, but you wouldn't want to get blood on it. Oh, you, you could, you could get blood on it. Yes. So Ulysses Bloodstone is like more or less immortal, which makes me think maybe he's not dead. Right. And maybe this is some kind of, I mean, he could be, it wouldn't really matter. Mm. Uh, but I, I, what I thought was interesting about his daughter or one of his, I think he has a bunch of kids. Right. Um, well, he would. Cause he's, if he's, if it even is the version from the comics, it might uh-huh. not be, it might just be like a, you know, a guy from the fifties or whatever. But when she turns up, 
She's like a big disappointment and her stepmother's like, you should have stayed and done your training. But sure, you can go in this arena. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you quickly learn, as does everybody else, that she hasn't been going away, doing nothing. She's been obviously trained. She's been taking karate something. classes at the YWCA. She did the Black Widow thing in the thing in the flip. She Do did. you reckon she did a Black Widow tr- course? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, she might have. But, I, yeah, I thought all of that Maybe was... she just learned it off YouTube. <laughs> Maybe she did. <laughs> Maybe she did. Hey, guys, what's up? Thanks for subscribing and liking. <laughs> and this, we saw this in the Battle of New York. And uh, anyway, here's how you do it. Here's how you do that thing. Yeah, but I really enjoyed, and I really enjoyed her with what's the the werewolf by night's name? Jack, Jack Russell. Jack Russell. Yeah, like their interactions were were quite good. I do also wonder. I'd love to know why he's known as a renowned monster hunter. I like think he just. I think he just maybe took somebody else's identity. Oh, is that what happened there? Okay, maybe. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. Did, did they explain that? Do they say his name? No, he gives his name as Jack to. He so, gives his name as Jack to um, Elsa. Yes, but, that but otherwise I don't think it's explained. It otherwise, no. yeah. No, I, th- I think it's implied that he took somebody else's identity to get in there. Like maybe he killed somebody. Yeah, okay. But that means he killed a guy who's had 100 confirmed kills. Maybe he just faked the identity. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah. he just set the – he. Well, maybe he, if in him like – maybe he does kill like Draculas and whatever. Oh, maybe, yeah. And, you know, because he oh, doesn't like just him. Oh, and they just assume he's human. Yeah. Right, okay. Maybe. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm, I don't actually know. But. Actually, that makes more sense. Based on what they – based on how they explain him to the other hunters, I think it maybe he has killed a bunch of vampires mm. and they just don't know he's a werewolf. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, but, I they like, don't, but they also don't know him. No, they also true. don't know each other, though, do they? Seems most of them because they're all don't. masked and yeah, yeah. You know, going but what I liked business. about this is there was so much unsaid and like the backstory. It, it did yeah, feel there like were hints it, of stuff. It did yeah. feel like an earlier Marvel movie where it's just like, okay, well, um, Jack and Ted have a have a pre existing friendship, and yep, it felt a little bit like Han and Chewie. It kind of felt like yeah, okay, they've constantly been getting themselves in and out of scrapes and helping each other out of jams and. Man thing is constantly being captured and, and, and Jack has to keep rescuing him, which I thought was fun. Yeah. How did they how did they team up? Did did Jack fall into a swamp one day? Did he? Maybe. I, presumably. Mm. I uh yeah, I, I enjoyed that um uh well we, we recently watched Man Thing, which is coming out this week for Carolina Garbage. 2005's Man Thing. Marvel movie. Mm. Movie, barely. And like atrocious, but the man thing in that looks quite good. I would yeah. say we'll talk about it with the thing. But I, I think people seem to really like this version of man thing as well. Of like, yeah, he does have that kind of Chewbacca sidekick vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like, he's he's nice, yes, or, or he isn't, or he'll because what is it if you're if, if you have you, any fear? Well, if you, it's not necessarily. It's 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 generally it's fear and evil intent. Yeah, okay, right. Like if he can sense that you have you have ulterior motives and you're afraid, he knows that you're like you're afraid and you're going to try and kill him or what have you. That's why Jack says to Elsa, talk to him like he's your friend. Say okay. hey to yeah. kind of hey, thing. T- five Ghosts, the comic I was oh, I just, I just scrolled through my entire back catalogue of comics. It's okay, right, five you got Ghosts. there eventually. If okay. people haven't read Five Ghosts mm-hmm. by Frank J. Barbary. Uh, Spelled with a number five? or f- No, F-I-V-E. Okay, right. They, are they making more Five Ghosts, Mason? Am I thinking of Five Guys, a burger I've never had? You might be thinking of that, yes. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a question for you. Go on. And by that I mean this is what I think of this thing and then you can say something. Terrific. Uh, so I wish we got more of the werewolf actual transformation. Okay. We, there's no – it's more done in shadow, but that that effect – But I, mean, I, I think – cool. look, I'm sure they could have done it. But no, I definitely, th- yeah. I think the, the – what, what is also interesting, I'm, I'm – I, I just would, love a horrible transformation. I would be fascinated to know what the the – Marvel movie going public at large think about this 
transformation, but also the werewolf design because it's more, it's very much like 1950s Wolfman yes. design. And you can see his, He's, he looks like face. a guy, yeah. Yeah, he looks like, they haven't gone, okay, we'll give him an unrecognizable wolf face and the snout and yeah. the, the, the ears or whatever. It's more like, it is like an old school Wolfman picture where it's it's kind of, he's got mostly a human face, big canine teeth, and then like hair just around. Yeah, sort like of framing his face. Framing his face, yeah, which I liked, but it, it did, I was like, Oh, that's the direction they're going in with yeah, this. See, Whereas when when I think of like Marvel wolf characters, like someone with a wolf head, J. Jonah Jameson's son or what yeah. have you, they do have the traditional, or not that they have the rather than the, the, I would call a modern interpretation of a werewolf where they've gone the whole unrecognizable, yes. it's no longer a human face. So my like preference for werewolves and things is yes. like that where it's more kind of, it's basically like a, a wolf that can stand up and has shoulders and stuff. Right, sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like we saw it in, what's, uh, what's that werewolf movie where it's set in a cabin in England or whatever? What is it? Do you remember the one I'm talking about? Not really. Dog Soldiers? Dog Soldiers. Okay. Like that or like I quite like the design in Van Helsing, which is not mm. a movie I love, but I like that kind of. Yeah. But this is, yeah, it's definitely a throwback. And I think also when you're hiring like a pretty prominent actor, You'd want to see their face. That's true. So it's not and a also, design. That's, that, a, that's a benefit for the actor. They well, exactly. To, it's not a design that I like. That's not the, the design that I lean towards. But I also think when you're making something like this mm. and you hire somebody like that, yeah. and maybe that person wants to be seen in this role, yeah. then yeah, you have it so you can see their face. And also, but yeah, I, I, I liked it insofar as they, they it, it was a throwback to older stuff. But it, you know, it, that isn't to say in future movies, if we are putting werewolves in, that they couldn't have yeah, a different, different design whatever. or even this character, you know, like the Hulk or like Iron Man's armors, you could have it say, say it evolved or, yeah. you know. Or, give, it an, give it an Iron Man Exactly. Armor. Different phases of the moon. He takes yeah. a slightly different form or what have you, you know. So. Yeah. I liked also that he uses like scent memory yeah. before he transforms. He's like, okay, I'm going to just smell you a bunch and hopefully this means I won't kill you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I liked how he like immediately overpowered. If you could give me a chicken nugget and then I'll uh, – <laughs> I, I like how you. he immediately overpowered the room. Mm. You know, he busts out the top of the cage and then just just tears through everybody. That was yeah. that was quite fun. Yeah, I uh, what was I going to say? Also, I thought the little fun little ending was was good. They were sitting together and palling around, palling around, and they built a little uh, they built a little campsite for yeah. themselves. Man thing made him a little coffee, and it was nice. That means they're mates when he's a werewolf as well, which yeah. is which is fun. Not just mm-hmm. as um as as that. Yeah, what do you want to see? Next, like in the style of not necessarily in the style of this, but like as a special presentation, Ooh. do they do like a wacky April Fools something I mean, with, if, with some kind of trickster? Oh, well, I, I mean, def- got Loki, but well, I definitely want to see a Christmas thing if that's the case. Well, the, the Guardians is that's true. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. so what's next? New Year's? Too soon? No, I think it is. I think they are doing Guardians next. No, I mean, what? What's the next event? Oh, New Year's is too New Year's? Pro- probably too soon. No, they couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. Easter. Easter is some sort of Easter. Jesus. Event. Does Marvel does Jesus exist in the Marvel Great universe? Great question. Yeah, mm. somebody email him. Yeah, Have we ever met Jesus? What kind of Iron Man armor is he in? That's right. Um, oh, it'd be all white, I think. All white with gold accents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, I get, pristine. You could, you could do like a July Fourth Captain America style yeah. mm-hmm. thing or whatever. Yeah, mm. but I don't think it necessarily has to tie to a holiday. No, that's true. But I wouldn't mind like a yearly Halloween something. Yeah, like a Treehouse of Horror. Just do. It doesn't have to be a werewolf. It can be. There's a million of these guys. You know, yeah. there's a Dracula. There is a Dracula. What's Dracula up to? Sure. Let's have a look. Yeah. Tell me and show me what kind of Iron Man armor he's going to wear. That's right. Black with red accents <laughs> and a cape. And a yeah, big collar. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. disco collar. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But, but what about this, though? Like, is this guy going to show up in 
on a team at some point, like I think Midnight so. Suns, or I'm hoping that's what that's what I'm hoping for. Look, I a team of monsters. I mean, I guess it depends what this actor, the, these actors particularly want to do. But if I had to guess, I would say they're Marvel are exploring all avenues, yeah. all revenue streams, yes. and all formats, including Android and iPhone. Yeah, and I think they're gonna they've gone. Okay, we haven't done anything. Suitably supernatural. We yeah. want a supernatural Avengers. It's probably the Midnight Suns at this point. Yeah, put, put Doctor Strange in it. I mean, you I need a normal guy in it. Yeah, I, it, I mean, normal-ish. if I had to guess, I would say Doctor Strange needs to build a supernatural team to defend Earth when he's not there. Okay, so yeah, he's gonna because otherwise, again, otherwise, like you know, Doctor Strange does kind of overpower all of these guys realistically. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, so I, my guess would be he needs to form a team to defeat supernatural stuff when he has to go into alternate dimensions or parallel universes or what have you. So he puts together Blade, Black Knight, Werewolf by Night, Man-Thing, Man some others. Some others, hey? Some others. Yeah. Oh, Elsa Bloodstone. Blood put Bloodstone, her in the same, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it would also be wise of Marvel mm-hmm. to basically get in before Justice League Dark, which is what they tend to do. There's when like, are they going to do Justice League Dark? They're not, yeah. but I feel like... They should, mm. and they haven't, and no. they've been talking about it for like 10 years, yeah. DC that is. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's only like a couple examples where DC got first, and one of them is Aquaman was before Namor. Yes, right. But they've made Namor. It's to a, be clear, in the movies. In the movies, yes. Oh, God, thank you. But uh, We've received tweets before. We know yeah. Namor arrived first in the comic books. But it seems as if also they've taken Namor in a fairly different direction mm. as well, which is which is smart. I like yeah. all this. It appears like it seems as if I will like all the stuff that they're, they're yeah, yeah. doing with that. Um, yeah, that's that's good stuff, Mason. Anyway, I think that's pretty much it from me. If you have oh, any goodness. final thoughts, Mason, leave yeah, them look, in the I comments th- I below. We, I think we're going to get. Uh, I said, leave them in the comments. Is, below. We're in the comments below. Oh, okay, cool. I've tab down in the comments <laughs> below. I think we're going to get that supernatural team. I'm wondering if the Marvels might. I'm wondering if we might get like a. I know. I know the Guardians are like Interstellar Avengers, but I'm wondering if we might get a more. Like mm. a like a team like the Annihilators or something like a big outer space. Yeah, because well, well, the Guardians are retiring as well. well that's that true. Well, yeah, exactly. Least, yeah, so, so yeah. I mean, you know, set set the set the groundwork for another team. You could put in like Nova and. Whatever. We also might get Blue Marvel, who's sort of like a, a Marvel's version of Superman kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm hoping for a, a Blue Marvel appearance in the Marvels, but right. Who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows, man? Great stuff. Well. Uh, it's time to move on to another thing. Yes. But if only I knew what it was and then we'd both <laughs> know what it was. But I just had a thought, I think. I had a thought, Mason. You had a thought, I, think? I, I did. And I think it's actually um, the theme song for what we're reading, uh, what we're going to read. That's do you, terrific. Do you agree? I do agree. Cool. I'm excellent at spinning my wheels. I don't think anybody <laughs> even noticed that I hadn't opened the file yet. Pretty good. I'm doing the theme. Got to say, Mason, the Twitch is still there to say Westworld. Does that never leave you? Yeah, it'll never, it'll never, there'll be moments in your life. I reckon it'll even, I reckon the urge to say Westworld will bleed into other aspects of your life. Anytime any sequel, like it'll come to New Year's one year and people will be like, three, two, one, you'll be like, Westworld, Westworld. <laughs> what? Sorry, what'd you say, James? Uh, Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, I guess I could just start up again, though, right? Yeah, no one can stop you. 
yeah, but is that healthy? Is that good for me? You know? Mm, that's a good point. Is any of this good for anybody? <laughs> Great question. Uh, what are you reading? What have you been up to? A few things. Okay. Uh, uh, I was on an episode of uh, Matt Stewart's new podcast. Oh, yeah. who, who knew it with Matt Stewart? Who knew it? Who was it? Knew it who did know Matt it? In... <laughs> who did know it in the end? Well, that's a great question. I'll have to listen to find out. I think it'll be out roughly the same time this podcast is out. We'll make so sure if... we'll, put, we'll put this out first so we get in first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We so... want to saturate the market for Nick Mason content. That's right. So I was on the podcast with Matt Stewart and Cass Page from Sands Pants Radio. What a team up. Yeah. So uh, in preparation, I did listen to a couple of episodes to know what I was stepping my feet into. And you didn't figure it out? No, I never did. <laughs> I never did. I'm not clever. Yeah, that's okay. But, I, knew, um, I mean, I knew that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of a fun little quiz show yep. where I want to stress it's not about winning, it's about having fun. Oh, and so you learning. didn't win. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say, James. Okay. It's about having fun and having a laugh and a good time, but not winning necessarily. But did you have a good time? No. <laughs> I had a bad time. But other people had a good time? Yes, I think so. Well, that's good. At your expense. Yes. Great. Uh, and also, uh, I finished Return to Monkey Island, the video game. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this last week. Yeah. Uh, just in our private lives. That's right. Sometimes we have a chat. We try not to. Yeah. But uh, you found the Sometimes end. we're trapped in an elevator. We have to do something <laughs> to pass the time. Well, too. how else do we get up to the podcasting studio, basically? That's right. Not taking the stairs. Not <laughs> edible. We're taking our custom-made glass <laughs> elevator. <laughs> we should have got two put in. And we should have put we should have taken some of the glass from the windows of the elevator and put it in the studio. Hindsight is twenty twenty. We just we just just a beautiful view in the elevator. <laughs> Maybe we should record in the elevator. Anyway, uh, yeah, we were talking about our private lives, and um, it's interesting. The ending is the ending is interesting. It sounds the game itself to me is, like it doesn't quite make sense, and it's just the other ending, one of the other endings. Well, I mean, look, without giving anything away, really. So, the Return to Monkey Island is it is a sequel to all the games. There's been five previous games, essentially. But this is a sort of a direct sequel to the the second one in, and, in a But it's also of ways. all canon-ish. It is right? all canon-ish, yes. Yeah. Um true I, I would be fascinated to know if other listeners have finished this game. Mm. Whether you whether you were a fan of the games from years ago or you've just jumped on on this one. But there is a lot of um as you as you approach the end of the game, there is a lot of talk about uh how, you know, sometimes sometimes the ending isn't the important thing. It's it's about so the, you, you knew this was it's coming, about the yeah. adventure along the way, and so and also to be clear, the first game is called the Secret of Monkey Island, but in that game you never actually figure out what the Secret of Monkey Island is. Yeah, and this game was sort of touted as, hey, remember we never really revealed what the Secret of Monkey Island is. Well, this game. By hook or by crook, a guy brush oh. three put mighty pirate. He is gonna get to the secret of Monkey Island. He's gonna get there before the evil ghost pirate Lechucky gets there. You are gonna know the secret of Monkey Island. And as the game progressed, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know if we're gonna learn the secret of Monkey well, Island. Was that really. the thing that kept you playing the game? No, a wise that- man once said to me, "It's all about having fun." Wow, and doesn't. It- doesn't matter if you're a big loser and everyone laughs at you. God. And they make that fun guy of you. sounds like a, a guy trying to set up that he was a big loser. <laughs> Honestly, whoever this guy was, embarrassing for this guy. Um, no, look, I think the game itself was very fun. I think it, you know, the the dialogue was fun and yep. the um, the puzzles were that that kind of sort of obtuse video game logic from back in the day, but not like yeah. impossible, but, you know, kind of like. You you were never like hung up on a thing for too long. No, you had to exactly. look up a thing and be no, like. No, I didn't have to look up anything, which is. Yeah. You also said to me that like you not cruised through it, but like you, it wasn't the longest game. No, that's And I, I wonder whether that is because now you're older mm-hmm. and you can do these puzzles, whereas a kid you're like, I can't. Yeah. And maybe, also yeah. old video game design was like not intuitive. No, that's true. I, 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 do, I do wonder if. Yeah, if I played those old games, they would be roughly the same length. They just seem way longer. Yeah. Also because of loading time. 
Sure, like when yeah. I played the you old, go, you go to a different screen. Yeah, right? when I played the old games, I played it on like a, a, a system where you had to like swap floppy disks every oh, wow. every few scenes or whatever, and it's yeah. like, and then you had to sit there where I went. Maybe uh, just go get a drink. Yeah, yeah, a <laughs> uh, lot of fun, but also and also the um, I've mentioned this, I mentioned this to you as well. Guybrush is married to Elaine Marley, who's a woman he met. He meets. Is that a pun? No, I don't think so. Uh, like in in the first game. But their relationship is really weird in this, in the sense that I kept expecting there to be trouble in their relationship because there's no like romantic elements to it. Yeah. Like you, you haven't seen her in a while, and you meet her in on a particular island, and you don't even like. There's there's not even like a kiss hello or anything. Do they like shake that. hands. No, there's hello. no. And I think maybe it was like a, a a limitation of the of the character model design or something like that. But surely you could be like. Yeah, I kept I kept fit. there was this element of dread to it. Right. Where I'm like, is there gonna be a like a relationship problem oh, no. aspect to this? Like there's a moment where you go, yeah, I- Elaine is on another island and she is she's just doing a sort of um she's on a like a, a research mission kind of thing. And there's a painting on her desk, which mm. is of her and you, but the the part with you on it has been torn away. And Do you and, think this is an element they removed from the game? I want I don't know, but I and and but basically, what happens is you speak to her and you go, "Oh, hi! I noticed the part of the painting was torn oh. away," and she's like, "Oh, yeah, seagull took it." And then you go into the forest and you find and this and a seagull oh, did take it. Okay, and I'm like, "Yeah, like I kept waiting for like I kept waiting for like to go to her and be like, is there a problem with our relationship?'" She'd be like, "Yeah, we've 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 been <laughs> we've we've drifted apart actually." And, and I'm think imaginary. Should, I don't know. Yeah, and I think I think we should break up or whatever. But it never happened. Like they're cl- the the you wanted them to break up. No, because then she was single for you. Oh, <laughs> Mrs. Elaine Maso. <laughs> uh, but like, there was this whole segment of the game where I'm like, is this going to be a subplot that's going to be weird and sad? Because it's also this like the creators of this game, like they've they've they've, they've mentioned about how you know this the, the game reflects life and you know sure. our journey along our lives, and this is it's reflected in the we game. We also got divorced. We all got divorced. A seagull also took a painting. <laughs> seagull also snatched our <laughs> wife. Out of the, uh, but it, it, so if you're playing this and you're like, God, I hope there's not a weird, awkward subplot about this. There isn't. Yeah. It's just weird because it's, it's complied. It's is that a fake out? I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's it. It just felt. It just felt like they were two buddies. Yeah, it was a little bit odd. We should marry best friend, Mason. You know? Oh, I see. Everybody right. knows that. So maybe that's a lesson that you missed. Why don't you marry your iPhone then? Mate, I would if I could. <laughs> I would if I could, Mason. Imagine all the apps I'd have. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I put it on bloody mute whenever I wanted it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he's not wrong. Oh, the battery's dead, is it? Ugh. Let me let that buddy sit for a minute. Bit of peace and quiet, bit of shush, you know what I mean? <laughs> so there it is. That, yeah, I, I feel like I'm damning with faint praise. I thought it was really fun and the game is good. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, um, yeah, I don't I don't want to spoil it. But uh, but you will? Yeah, here it goes. Okay. okay. No, let's not do that. James, what have you been reading? Well, uh, what I've been doing every 20 minutes that have been edited out of this podcast is going, um, helping my son in Transformers Devastation, the video game from sure. five years ago. Something like that. Uh, five years old and he still can't still can't defeat it, you know? Unbelievable. I mean, he was one when it came out, but still. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's cool. It's a cool game, It right? does look cool, yeah. It's very cell-shaded animation. looks very uh, impressive. I never finished it. But and you're expecting I'll, him to finish yeah, it. Yeah, he can finish it for me. You can tell me about it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's good if you haven't played it. But I've also uh, – I 
read all the issues of Eight Billion Genies that are available. What do you think? I loved it. I yeah, it's good. I really right? enjoyed that. Off a recommendation yeah. from you. So he's written week. by Charles Sewell, who has done a bunch of stuff. I'm going to look it up real quick. But yeah, that's one of those names where I'm like, yeah, he's he does done a bunch of really stuff. good Star Wars stuff as well. Yeah, that's um, it. Oh, Star Wars. He did Darth Vader and uh, yeah. Oh yeah, a bunch of bunch of that stuff. But so that's a I think it's a Comicsology exclusive. So what they do, uh-huh. like every now and then, they'll like pay a famous creator and be like, just we'd, we'd just do an in-house whatever. Mm. And he, oh, he's also done uh, Daredevil, She-Hulk, Death of Wolverine. He did, yeah, he did. Um, he did Undiscovered Country, which is where some people journey into the, yeah. the land that used to be the – it's this set in the future and people journey into the land that used to be the United States of America to be like, what's happening here? Like it walled itself off from the rest of the world like decades ago and people are like, what's going on in this place? I stopped uh, reading that. Oh, yes? Um, is it, was it still good at the end? I don't know. I didn't. Yes. It was? Yes. Wow. Fantastic stuff, Mason. Mm-hmm. But also a movie I watched was The Greatest Beer Run Ever on Apple TV+. Plus. Oh, with um, Zac Efron. There you go. And he goes to deliver um, beers to his buddies in Vietnam. Which was a, a, a do-not report. Yes. Yeah. It was a true story and uh-huh. he flew over. No, he, he boated over there. To deliver beers to, to his good mates. Yes. And it's it's fine. <laughs> okay, great. And he like Zach Efron, I like him and whatever, but it's a lot of like, actually, this war is like war isn't good. It's huh. like, yeah, no. My it, goodness. You, you got it. <laughs> uh is he shirtless and ripped? No, none of that, Mason. Interesting. He's doing a Bostonian accent or something, I can't remember. Okay. But again, if you're looking for mm. a movie that's all right, yes. and war's not good, then this okay. might be the one Terrific. for you, Mason. I also watched a little bit of uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which is the anime. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Apparently. Based, it was fun, and I see why People like cyberpunk. Yeah, I see why people have gone like actually cyberpunk. The game's pretty. Oh pretty, yeah, because they got a bit now, of a resurgence, actually. didn't they? Yeah, it did have a big time resurgence. I think so. That's interesting. That is interesting. Mm. <laughs> I know people are going to hear that. My son's flipping out about Megatron or something. Yeah. In a good way. It sounds like a good. It way. sounds like he's having a good. It sounds time. like he's having a nice. Maybe time. he's teamed up with Megatron. Oh no, that's bad news. Um, it gives you that option. <laughs> Do you want to be a mean kid and be rude to your parents? Team up with Megatron. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a bunch. Uh, and normally it links you to like uh, – normally it links you to a PSA that's like, no, no, kids, you've got to be – this is a trick. You've got to be nice to your parents. But the servers have gone down. Yeah, so it's been exactly. Years, so. It's just like here's your parents' credit card. Go nuts. <laughs> uh, anything else or should we move to the next segment of the show? I think that's everything. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go on to letters. Wow. And, and we do that by playing the letters thing. I would love to hear it. Here it is. Classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. That's right, it's here right now, and we are going to do letters. If you do want to reach the show, there's a number of ways you can do that. Two, so many ways. Well, there's two that I can think of. Oh, yes. One is weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com, or the other is just send a hashtag. Shoot a hashtag out on Twitter like a letter in a bottle. Mm. To, uh, um, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter. Yes. Mason. Here's an email from Jason Woolham. He says, hey, guys, hope you're okay. doing well. Mm-hmm. If there was a Royal Rumble for superhero sidekicks, who would win? Love the content. Thanks for keeping me company at work. You're the best. A Royal Rumble. For superhero sidekicks. Oh, we'd have to think of every sidekick, Mason. Well, Google sidekicks really quick. What First are you all, Google? I'm going to. First of all, Robin. Uh, which Robin? All of them. <laughs> Wait, are they fighting each other? They, I think they're all mm, – that's a great question. I think they have to all be fighting each other. Okay. Actually, that's a great question. That's a very good question, James. I thought so. Because there are a bunch of Batman sidekicks, but none of them have any powers. Yes. So would it make more sense for them all to team up against, say, like 
Aqualad, yeah, for example, kill him, kill him, right, and then and then Rumble. All right, I yeah, look, I think okay. If you Google superhero sidekicks, there's some interesting ones here. Bucky is on there as a sidekick. Yep. Uh, also, Robin Kid Flash, Speedy, who is, of course, Green Lantern's, uh, Green uh, Arrow's sidekick. My goodness. Uh, Rick Jones is in the list there. Yep, okay. James Rhodes, Rhodey, is on there as a sidekick. Oh, he's got an Iron Man suit. Is he a sidekick, though? I don't think he is, Not though. anymore. No. Barbara Gordon, Harley Quinn's Superman. I guess that's Superman's son. I, would, Superman. I wouldn't say Harley Quinn's a sidekick, really. No. But anything, and you could say that for any of the Robins, because most of them have got yeah. their own books at Do this you point. include... Junior versions, for example, Donna Troy is here, who's uh, like Donatello. Yes, Donatello, who's like Junior Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Does Jubilee count as a sidekick? That's Wolverine's Wolverine's little mate. Yeah, I guess. Mm. There's also who's Wolverine's little mate? Who's uh, Weapon X? Not Weapon X. X twenty three. X twenty three yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God damn it. Yeah. And are they willing? That there might be an episode in this, but who's willing to murder Bucky? Yeah, Bucky. I think it might War come machine. down to like Bucky and Hit Girl. Some of, what about if, if Damian Wayne? He's a murderer. He's also a murderer. It's true. Though he might not be a murderer currently. Mm, and yeah, that's, yeah, at yeah. one point he had Superman powers or something. That's true. What about like Superboy? Was he a sidekick? He's on the list, but I don't think I would include him as a sidekick. But he was at one point, right? As of Superman's. Yeah. No. They do little missions together. I guess they? they would, but does that count? Does that mean you count as a sidekick? But you would count Damian Wayne as a sidekick but not Superboy? Yes. Okay. Because I would say because Superboy wasn't built to be a sidekick. He wasn't created as a sidekick. Okay, fair, yeah. Whereas Damian Wayne definitely was. Yeah, okay. I think there's there's intent there, obviously. Right. Uh, there must be like a Dr. Manhattan Jr. that we're missing who would just obliterate everybody. <laughs> maybe, yeah. At once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, according to this list, maybe second Dr. Manhattan from the Watchmen TV series counts as a sidekick. Sure. I don't think he does. Look, I'm going to give it to Hit Girl because of all the cocaine she does. <laughs> okay. We, but maybe one day we'll get into more detail on this. I feel like that's going to take a toll on her eventually, right? How about this? Who's your favorite superhero sidekick? Probably Nightwing. Yeah, Or right. Dick Grayson. Yeah, what yeah. about you? It's pretty obvious, but that's... I really that is like a him. very good one. I mean, mine might be uh, third Robin, Tim Drake. Yeah, uh, because that was the Robin when you were reading comics, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think maybe that, and also I feel he had the best costume of the Robin costumes. Mm. Or Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. So many scrapes that boy will get into, you know. That's true. He's always up to something. He's always up to something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is from Mega Moose. I Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Spoilers. Matt and Mord- Murdoch showing up in Shield is a soft reboot or yet, yet a requel. So a requel, Mason. Oh, yes. I don't know if you know this. It's not quite a reboot. It's not quite a sequel. I love it. Uh, so you're taking some elements mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. the previous version yeah. and you're repackaging them, but not so different, and you're presenting them again as something relatively new. Terrific. So Daredevil appearing in She-Hulk. Like taking the off cuts from a, a bad cut of meat, making them into a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. exactly what it a was. A rancid hot dog. But uh, I really enjoyed Daredevil's appearance in She-Hulk and I thought it was – not only like did a lot of callbacks to like the Netflix stuff, but mm-hmm. a lot of the comic book stuff they brought in as well. Yes, like his uh, his acrobatics, mm-hmm. how he's like he's a uh, he's he's, a, he's always he's always having a, a big sex with everyone. Sure, absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Constantly, he's a root rat, Mason. He's absolutely a root rat. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed his appearance, and I think I don't I don't know. I imagine he's coming back for the last. I don't episode. know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's maybe he's like, got to go back to New York, but I. Look, objectively, I would say that for a variety of reasons, you know, the the fight in the alley where he 
fights against uh, Leapfrog's goons. Yeah. Not as good as in the, de- the no, Netflix series. Not. But I think it was still good given what they had. And I think they they tried their best to kind of skew as accurately as they could to that series. Like yeah. the I felt the, the the music was, you know, very similar and the lighting was very similar. Mm. And you really felt the impact of the punches. And there's a moment where there's a guy on the ground and he just lays into him anyway. Yeah. Didn't need to. But did a lot of big kicks, didn't he? Did they? a big kick. I also thought the She-Hulk crashing through the roof, which I liked. It was like heavily telegraphed. I oh, feel yeah. like, mm-hmm. like the way it was framed, like you knew that she was going to yeah. pop in where I think if you had of, I don't know, had to kind of appear more like spontaneously, mm-hmm. you that would have been better. Do you think it's a good indication of what we're going to be getting in Daredevil in his own series? I think so, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he is also, and you wouldn't know this if you've only seen the Netflix stuff, there are various, he's, he's not all serious all the time. Correct, yes. So for one, he's a root rat. Yes. And secondly, like he does quips and flips and stuff yeah. as well often. Yeah. I think if you haven't if you haven't read, uh, you know, Daredevil, because it's going to be Daredevil Born Again. So yeah, based, or at least call that. <laughs> at least call that. But if you if you go back and you read the Frank Miller Daredevil stuff, there's a bunch of newer it's still, stuff. That's, still, like it's pretty. Some of it's funny. You know, the stuff that I read, Mason, I can't remember. Great question. Yeah, James. but there's I I read I, uh, when the series was coming out, and then while I was watching it, I uh-huh. just read so much Daredevil, and there's a bunch of good stuff. There's one that's like the Dark Knight Return esque, where he's killed. And and it's like he's older and he's killed, and then it's like a mystery of what happened. And then yeah, right, speaking right. of him being a root rat, you meet a bunch of his kids throughout the issue. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I thought the um, Char- I mean, Charlie Clock Cox is great. I think that also was has been my favorite episode so far. And I don't think it's just because of Daredevil, right. but it certainly helped. And I think they're they're pairing together. The courtroom stuff was good. Yeah, right. Their uh-huh. dynamic was good. Mm. I just yeah, I really enjoyed I appreciated it. in the courtroom scene that it didn't make anybody out to be the fool. Like they both seem yeah. to be competent uh, lawyers. The fool was the frog guy, or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but they, I think the the dialogue in that scene was was very good. I agree. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll probably wrap up She-Hulk next week. We'll probably do an episode. Oh, we're going to wrap something. it up. Yeah. Okay. Right. No, <laughs> we're done here. We're do- well, no, I mean we'll watch the final episode and then we'll do a terrific. That's I what it. I mean, Mason. What else you got? This is from Dave. Dave, and he said Nolan cut us from the Dark Knight Rises. What? Hiya, gents. In older episodes, you've mentioned trailer scenes that were cut from movies, such as Professor X's I Don't Know What To Do and Cyborg's You Should Probably Move. Seeing as it's been 10 years since The Dark Knight Rises, I was reminded of the time my friends and I made it into the trailer holding our homemade rogue signs with the infamous Robin R. That was you! We had no idea it was only being used for the trailer until we saw the movie. It didn't change the movie narrative, but it still impacted our first viewing. As a lifelong Batman fan, I can't complain and still consider it a win because now our legend lives on in Easter egg videos on YouTube. Pick for proof below. There's no pick. But regardless, <laughs> this begs the question, are there any moments in trailers that you could say would have changed the movie for you if it was left in? Thanks, fellas. Lots of love from a long-time listener, Dave, from Canada. And I'll have a list, James. Oh, wow. I have a list of things that were cut out. You've done a big research. Well, just moments ago because you were busy. Unbelievable. You were busy helping your child defeat a, a, thing, a wall <laughs> in, the, in the video game Transformers. 30 scenes from trailers that never appeared in the movie. This Let's is game, go. Games Radar. Okay. Uh, Star Trek 2009, there's a newborn Spock is greeted into the world by his parents on Vulcan. Nah. Just tell me if any of these would change. No, no we're going to do 10 of these and we're going to tell you if, if these would have changed your movie-going experience. Are going to do all 30? We could do all 30. Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah, uh, that would have changed dramatically. There was yeah, a there's a bunch of, of stuff yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's the line, I think there's a line where Jyn Erso is like, we're rebels, we rebel. Yeah, I'm Star Wars now, I'm Star bitch. Wars, that's right. That's right. Saul Guerrero says, what will you become? A ton of stuff was pulled from Rogue, One, Rogue One's trailers, possibly as a result. Skip. Next one. Resolve the reshoots. 
This you, isn't this isn't we got we got this covered. You can't hold me hostage here, Mason. No, that's very true. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk 2008. There's the scene where Bruce Banner goes in the Arctic wilderness. Man. He goes to kill himself, but then maybe there's Captain America's there. <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine. Baby Storm is apparently in one of the trailers. That's true. That is true. Yeah. No, that changes nothing. There's a bunch yeah, of yeah, minor. Yeah. Armageddon 1998. Bruce Willis makes an inspirational speech as the team attempt to avoid the end of the world. Let's avoid the end of the world, he says. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No. I, I don't care for it. Yeah. I want to be at home grilling dogs on the <laughs> on my dog grilling machine, he says. <laughs> He's grilling dogs? Point Break 1991. You haven't seen Point Break. Does he skin them? I've seen Point yeah, Break. Yeah, he skins dogs. What do you mean I haven't seen Point Break? Okay, I've right. seen Point Break. Okay, there's a deleted scene in the trailer for Point Break where Reeves' Johnny Utah corrects a superior who asks if he thinks... Federal taxpayers would like it that he's being paid to surf and pick up girls. Babes, sir, the fresh-faced FBI agent explains, the correct term is babes. Nice. That's great. That I would have loved changed to everything. Put that in the movie. What are you doing? Oh, Sam, uh, Spider-Man 2002, obviously, they take out the Twin Towers. Yeah, that trailer, though, was made for cinemas. I don't think that was supposed to be a scene for, oh, I see, right, I believe. Right. But they also digitally removed the Twin Towers from that movie <laughs> as well. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2012. Uh, the whole subplot involving Richard Parker's secret research was left out of the story. Wasn't that in two? I don't know. Uh, yeah, but there's a lot of it in one apparently. Okay. Yeah, it's the subplot, the subplot in question features pretty heavily in 2014's sequel. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Enough. I don't know. I mean, they should have so much. Of, stop it. St- just stop it. This they should have better. taken a breath before they made both of those movies and given Andrew Garfield just t- t- one good movie. And better hair. Bet. He had great hair. No, better though. Oh Imagine. My oh, my God. That <laughs> Imagine if they took it. the time to give him even better Whoa, hair. Oh, incredible. Mm. Anyway, bunch of stuff there, James. What do you think about that? That's all good stuff. Yeah. Was that all 30? Yeah, that's all, that was all 30. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I've got another here from War Machine who says, thank you, us, for reminding me of the term requel. Now, if you don't know what a, re- a requel is, Mason, Go on. Um, you just have to catch up. You're going to okay, keep I'll, up. I'll I've already okay, explained right. it multiple times. I can't okay. help you. Uh, he says, uh, does it mean the Bumblebee is a pre-requel? That is a great question. Because it's in a different continuity, but it's also a prequel that takes a lot of the elements from the previous movies, including the design and the Camaro and whatever else. Yeah, great question. Yes, it is. It's a pre-requel. It's a pre-requel, yeah, Yeah, I think so. You've absolutely nailed that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interesting. If anyone else has any pre-requels they'd like to send our way, Please let us know. We could do an episode on the best pre-requels. <laughs> I think I most prequels are pre-requels, though, as well. I feel. Yeah, right? I think if 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 any lessons were taken from the X Men franchise, it was stop it, stop it, do a better one. <laughs> but also, like, not everybody is hung up as hung up on continuities. But that, I mean, that being said, in that universe, I yeah, guess. the X. I mean, the X Men universe has sort of fallen by the wayside, and maybe it doesn't work anymore. Mm. I mean, it remains to be seen because we haven't seen another Transformers movie since Bumblebee. But, like, nobody cares about the continuity in the X-Men movies, though. People care about continuity in the MCU. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that would probably reflect people's wider yep. ideas about continuity. And maybe, people wouldn't ex- maybe people wouldn't accept an X-Men-style continuity now that we have the MCU and everything is very tightly explained and yeah. you know, there, ha- there has to be a reason behind everything. Maybe in the next one, in the next Transformers movies, people will be like, uh, why are why are Bumblebee and Optimus Prime already hanging out, even though it, by Transformers 1 they actually weren't hanging out anymore? They weren't hanging out at all. It was an used car sales lot or whatever. Doesn't make any sense. And he hadn't even arrived, Optimus Prime hadn't even arrived from space yet. You're going to have to explain, did he leave? He, he, they'd have to put in a scene where he leaves. And, and then Bumblebee he comes fought back. the Nazis or something, remember? Yeah, right, exactly, yeah. Ridiculous. Mm, very. What a terrible set of movies, and I hated them. 
Except for Bumblebee, which I quite enjoyed. It's and beautiful. the first Transformers, which has its moments. Got any more email, Mason? That's all the emails, James. You wish. I've got one here from Matches <laughs> Malognia who says, What are we reading? Just finished Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Eight punchy issues of the type of stuff that makes She-Hulk haters bloody their fingers on keyboards, Mason. Uh-oh. I do want to read that. I will put that in my list of things to read. So uh, I haven't read a lot of Supergirl, but I will. Um, that's supposed to be a good one. Mm. And if Matches Malognia... That's right. That can be trusted. Yeah. Then that is true. Actually, here's an email from Enrique. Okay. Passed my bar exam and just wanted to thank you guys. How did you do that between uh, doing stage productions, Enrique? Because you were Enrique Iglesias, Mason. That's what it says here. I'm Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> okay. And he says, I've been listening to your pod ever since my junior year in high school, but this is my what? first time re- writing How old to you is guys. Enrique Iglesias? I know. I'm currently in my last semester at law school and I just recently passed my bar exam. These last few months have been pretty hectic with a lot of late night studying, barely any time for myself. Your pod was one of the few things keeping me sane throughout all this period. So I just wanted to uh, thank you to keep up the good work. Sincerely, Enrique, can I be the official Brazilian lawyer of the pod? Thank you. Done and done. Congratulations. That's right. If we need you for any uh, legal stuff in uh, in Brazil, we will look you up. Yeah. And you can come, come, come and get us out of prison. <laughs> be good, yes. Come and get us. Yeah. Great stuff. Very cool. Oh, that's really cool. Congratulations. I can't listen to stuff while I study um, anything. Uh-huh. Well, I don't study for anything, obviously. No. <laughs> I mean, I do this, which isn't – it's not really anything. But, Mason, do you know anything about wrapping up this show? If I, I was to throw it to you, would you be able to take, take the wheel? Here's the thing. I don't really know anything about wrapping up the show, but muscle memory will carry me through it. Let's go, bro. Folks, thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you for subscribing. I wish I didn't say let's go, bro. Like I said it ironically. Yeah. But it didn't feel right or good to say that. Keep it going and eventually it will become non-ironic and you'll be saying it to your wife and stuff. <laughs> let's go, bro, you'll be saying. <laughs> All right, I will. Yeah, terrific. Uh, thank you for sharing it with your friends, telling your friends about it, and thank you for leaving a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice because that is how we get new listeners. James, Probably. do you have any five-star reviews there? Uh, it's obviously more important that you tell other people about this podcast and you demand that they listen to it. You've got to demand it. Uh, but also reviews help immensely and maybe, just maybe, I'll read it out on the show just like these two. This is from G. Kolb who says, the best podcast ever. By the way, five stars did an app, whatever app of choice you're listening on. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Lemon Let's squeezy. Let's go, bro. Uh, I've listened to this podcast. Is that what kids are saying now? Easy peasy, let's go, bro. (laughs) I've listened to this podcast for a long time and it's truly great. One could say it's the best podcast ever and they'd almost be right because, as we all know, the real best podcast is books. Now, that is true. That That is is undeniable, actually. And this one's from Travis David 21 who says, five stars, just incredible. Best podcast ever. Can't wait for their Snake Eyes review next week. Me neither. That's right. Very excited for that. In a way, I guess Shakespeare was the original podcast when you think about it. Yeah, that's true. Mm. And he also... He knew a little bit about rap, didn't he, Mason? You better believe he He was the original uh, hip-hop. He was the original white rapper. Uh, folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Pod subreddit and Discord. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can contact me at Wikipedia Brown on uh, Twitter and uh, Nick Mason on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. But most importantly, you want to follow our friend Rob Collings. He's at Raw Collings on Twitter. He's at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. That's where you get all your Weekly Planet news. That's right. Uh, let's see. What else? If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Chuck in a buck or an amount you wouldn't miss. What if it was 100 bucks? What can, if you, it... can you imagine such a person? 
No, that's ridiculous. It's insane, isn't it? Don't do that. Yeah, that's not. But it'll yeah. help you while away the hours, wouldn't it? Yeah, Imagine it's being a very would. rich man. Yeah. Uh, but if you are a very rich man, if you are such a very rich man, you could go to bigsandwich.co for nine US dollars per month. You get all sorts of bonus podcasts, movie commentaries, early videos, all kinds of stuff, ad free podcast feed. You're going to love it. Yeah. You're going to love it. We've got T-shirts on tpublic.com. Yeah. Uh, just search for The Weekly Planet. Thank you to The Brute and The Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. Next week, don't know, something. <laughs> Who does know? We'll never know. Uh, She-Hulk and some other things probably. Terrific. And then the week after that, it's Black Adam time, baby. Yes, very exciting. And the dog's here, so it's also dog time. It's end of podcast time and it's dog time. Two things. <laughs> all right, thanks, everybody. We really appreciate it. We um, definitely do. I'll tell you uh, that much. We'll see you on – yeah, we really do. Because <laughs> uh, who, who wants to do regular life? <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, I absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Grab that, Jimmy, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. I quite like regular life. It's pretty good. No, I mean like regular like life, like jobs and stuff. I mean, you oh, have yeah, a regular yeah. job anyway. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess you're a big loser. It's about the little things, yeah, <laughs> like being a big loser. Yeah. I'm going to get a sandwich after this. It's going to be incredible. I'm going to have some yogurt. Ooh. I'm having hot dogs for dinner. Are you really? Yeah, my son loves hot dogs. And you know what? I love hot dogs too. Fire up that hot dog. Hey, are we having hot dogs for dinner? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not now, for dinner. All right, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.